Chapter 6 of Summa Contra Gentiles, First Book on God, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 6 That it is not a mark of levity to assent to the things that are of faith, although they are above reason. Now those who believe this truth, of which reason affords a proof, believe not lightly as though following foolish fables confer second peter one sixteen for divine wisdom himself who knows all things most fully deigned to reveal to man the secrets of god's wisdom confer job eleven six and by suitable arguments proves his presence and the truth of his doctrine and inspiration by performing works surpassing the capability of the whole of nature, namely, the wondrous healing of the sick, the raising of the dead to life, a marvelous control over the heavenly bodies, and what excites yet more wonder, the inspiration of human minds, so that unlettered and simple persons are filled with the Holy Ghost, and in one instant are endowed with the most sublime wisdom and eloquence. And after considering these arguments, convinced by the strength of the proof, and not by the force of arms, nor by the promise of delights, but, and this is the greatest marvel of all, amidst the tyranny of persecutions, a countless crowd of not only simple but also of the wisest men embraced the Christian faith, which inculcates things surpassing all human understanding, curbs the pleasures of the flesh, and teaches contempt of all worldly things that the minds of mortal beings should assent to such things is both the greatest of miracles and the evident work of divine inspiration seeing that they despise visible things and desire only those that are invisible and that this happened not suddenly nor by chance but by the disposition of god is shown by the fact that god foretold that he would do so by the manifold oracles of the prophets whose books we hold in veneration as bearing witness to our faith. This particular kind of proof is alluded to in the words of Hebrews 2, verses 3 and 4, which, namely the salvation of mankind, having begun to be declared by the Lord, was confirmed with us by them that heard him, God also bearing witness by signs and wonders and diverse distributions of the Holy Ghost. Now such a wondrous conversion of the world to the Christian faith is a most indubitable proof that such signs did take place, so that there is no need to repeat them, seeing that there is evidence of them in their result. For it would be the most wondrous sign of all if without any wondrous signs the world were persuaded by simple and lowly men to believe things so arduous, to accomplish things so difficult, and to hope for things so sublime although God ceases not even in our time to work miracles through his saints in confirmation of the faith. On the other hand, those who introduced the errors of the sects proceeded in contrary fashion, as instanced by Muhammad, who enticed peoples with the promise of carnal pleasures, to the desire of which the concupiscence of the flesh instigates. He also delivered commandments in keeping with his promises, by giving the reins to carnal pleasure, wherein it is easy for carnal men to obey. 
and the lessons of truth which he inculcated were only such as can be easily known to any man of average wisdom by his natural powers yea rather the truths which he taught were mingled by him with many fables and most false doctrines nor did he add any signs of supernatural agency which are alone are a fitting witness to divine inspiration since a visible work that can be from god alone proves the teacher of truth to be invisibly inspired but he asserted that he was sent in the power of arms a sign that is not lacking even to robbers and tyrants again those who believed in him from the outset were not wise men practised in things divine and human but beast-like men who dwelt in the wilds utterly ignorant of all divine teaching and it was by a multitude of such men and the force of arms that he compelled others to submit to his law lastly no divine oracles of prophets in a previous age bore witness to him rather did he corrupt almost all the teaching of the old and new testaments by a narrative replete with fables as one may see by a perusal of his law hence by a cunning device he did not commit the reading of the old and new testament books to his followers lest he should thereby be convicted of falsehood thus it is evident that those who believe his words believe lightly End of chapter 6 Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.